Welcome back to Get Rooted, the podcast where we get real and real messy in all things that heal us. This week, we bring you a quick hallway chat about what healing is and looks like. Originally inspired by Rebecca Granda from Asheville DBT when Crystal, Allie, and I sat down with her a couple weeks ago. I hope you enjoy. So with all of this kind of being said, I'm wondering, what does healing mean to you? Healing is struggling, perhaps, not fighting it or getting stuck on things anymore. So, you know, because I don't, in DBT, like with emotion regulation, we don't want to not have sadness or anger. We don't want to not have certain emotions, but I think we don't want to get stuck on them so we can't cope or move through them at our own pace. So I don't know if there's an easy answer for healing. Like I don't think for a definition of healing, but I think it's being at peace or we call it radical acceptance of um, life as it is that like life is hard and life is sad and it's okay as long as we know what to do with it and how to cope with it and how to learn from it. What does healing mean to you all? Can I turn it back on you? You sure yeah. can. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm curious now. I'm like, what is healing? Yeah. yeah. Great question. I mean, I get to bounce off of your answer. So it's, uh, it's mm-hmm. a little, <laughs> um, yeah, what it, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever we call suffering. Um, the, the extra psychological pain that we add on top of it um, when, yeah, when we're stuck. Um, so I was, yeah, I was thinking about healing um, in the same way that Bruce Lee would talk about water, um, this adaptive, um, yeah, being able to flow with, um, yeah, what, what life is, is pitching at us. So I'll say for me, um, I think it's ever evolving, ever changing. Um, I know when I am in healing phases with myself, I'm the most curious and the most compassionate. And when I'm not in healing phases, I'm the most judgmental and critical of myself. I also think there is some... Um, I think, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but there's a pursuit of something new, something different. Um, I'm showing up to life. I'm showing up for myself. I'm showing up for other people. Community, I would say, is probably one of my top five values. And so I think healing for me is also always in community. And the minute I am on that isolation um, track, I'm probably not in healing in those moments. And lots of fluidity. Pass. Uh, <laughs> feeling my stuff. I don't want to answer this question because I think I'm going to have to answer it next week, but I'll answer it. Um, yes, to all of that. I think that my answer changes to this question all the time, which feels like a, a, a good sign of like, healing changes for us over time. So I would say right now for me in this moment, healing is recognizing that I am exactly right sized, which is something that I stole 
from my yoga teacher, which I, she probably got it from somewhere else. But something that I battle with often is the idea that I'm either too much or not enough. And I know that I'm not alone in that, but I like that runs so deep for me. And so to come back to the reminder that like, even if I am quote unquote too much right now, I'm exactly right sized. Um, and rather than trying to be really rigid around how I need to be or be better or be good, like that's, I don't know, being good doesn't feel like healing to me. I'm actually trying to really get away from that concept. Mm -hmm. Pass. Mm -hmm. And I think if I were to round it all out, I would just <laughs> say healing is love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So listening back to Rebecca's answer about what healing meant for her brought up some ideas for us about what healing actually looks like yeah on a on a daily weekly and so yeah you had some thoughts about that I do I always have thoughts so first I think we talked about a concept right a definition what it means to us today and that can change in a week a month a year and it did get me thinking a little bit in practicality. How do we implement healing when sometimes we can't go off to retreats or we can't go off on a sabbatical or we can't take time away from our lives? And so Nick and I would love to share a little bit of the things that we do in our daily, weekly, monthly lives that help us on our healing journey. Um, I will speak for myself personally, some non-negotiables that really exist in my life that I do pretty regularly. So first and foremost, I go to the sauna house. There is one in, here in Asheville locally. It is um, hot, cold therapy. I am hopeful to have someone more intelligent to talk about it than me, but I know what it gifts me. It gives me First and foremost, to detach from electronics for two hours when I am there, um, it gives gifts me some stillness. That is not the easiest thing for me to lean into in my life. I tend to be a full, busy person. Um, I am someone who says yes a lot. I like to be in community as you heard. And so sometimes that can look like doing too much and not slowing down or taking some time for myself. And so Sunday mornings at the sauna house is really just a great way for me to kind of detach. There also is community at the sauna house. So there's an ability to be present with others and to also have some connection while allowing me the ability to be still and quiet if that is what I need that weekend. So that's one thing that I personally do. Um, hiking is a huge part of my life, the woods. I do a lot of ceremonial aspects in my life. I think in Western culture, we don't do as many ceremonial ritualistic things in, I, in our individual lives. I think we have larger rituals or ceremonies, weddings, funerals, graduations, but I think it kind of eludes us in the smaller context. 
And so for me, um, I have a morning ritual practice that is a non-negotiable for me. Sometimes it will be a little bit less when I am on vacation or traveling. I just don't have as many things in quotes with me. And so um, it could be a shorter meditation. I will do typically some um, tapping or chanting or something along those lines that help me kind of just set the tone of the day, um, ground me in that moment, staying present to the day for me can be a little bit of a challenge. So that would be a non-negotiable for me. And then I would say some other things just like really kind of goofy or um, doesn't seem like healing fragrances are really important to me. So my household, I would say I have created as cozy and um, scents. My house is filled with scents that feel really good for me. I often burn candles or um, essential oils running. I buy flowers for myself once a week. So some of the smaller things that I do feel really important to me. And that helps me, right? So I go to the farmer's market every Saturday morning, North Asheville, my favorite. Um, and that I'll just like is something to look forward to, right? So when I have a busy week, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go to the farmer's market on Saturday. Sometimes people go with me and that's wonderful, but no matter what, that is something that I do for myself. I get my veggies, which is all about nourishment. That is my word of the year, if we can remember back to that this year. So clean, beautiful, colorful foods to nourish my body with. And then I get um, fresh cut flowers at the farmer's market. So I think sometimes we feel like we have to do this big, big healing process. And while yes, I do that as well, I'm about to go off for a week at the end of August and do some experiential psychodrama um, healing. I also think there are ways to incorporate that in our daily life, um, in really small ways that maybe we forget about. That's what I can come up with off the top of my head right at the moment. If I think of any others, I'll chime in, but Nick, I'd love to hear from you kind of what are some healing things that you have in your life? Yeah. I'm reminded as you speak of how healing is a process mm -hmm. or a journey and not a destination. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so um, sort of asking myself, how often do I actually mm -hmm. engage in my own healing sure. process? Because yeah. uh, I can choose to disengage mm -hmm. um, and yeah, not, um, not be present with that, yeah. that process. So um, like going to a retreat, it's sort of marked with, oh, mm -hmm. this is a healing process. And mm -hmm. so like, I know when, um, for example, when I'm on the, on the river, whitewater kayaking mm -hmm. is my, my refuge that I'm actually in a healing place. And so it cues me like, oh, I'm, I'm engaged in, in this process and I'm a, a lot more present with it. And, um, same thing. There's a lot of elements in there that are, um, nourishing to me, connection with nature. I'm there with, um, people that support me and I support them. 
um, I'm moving my body. There's endorphins mm-hmm. running through my body. There's mm-hmm. there's a co- coalition of, of many things there. Um, but I'm thinking about when I'm uh, not in that particular healing place, when am I engaged in my healing process? Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be sort of small, um, um, but it can I can take it wherever I go. And so there'll be times where I'll be leaving a session with my therapist or um, at the end of my session with the with a client where I'll just say, notice, just see if you notice this when it yeah. comes up this week. And so yeah, um, yeah I've, I, I can I can engage in that whenever I want to mm-hmm. or as, as often as I can. Yeah. Um, I just yeah, notice for me when this particular self-judgment comes up or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can always engage in my healing process That's right. if I'm being present and aware with myself. Um, so um, sort of those those small things. I like to uh, let my community in on what I'm working on mm-hmm. um, so that I can like practice mm-hmm. with them. Um, and so I'll choose some low hanging fruit to say, Oh, like, I just noticed that this self judgment came up. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you know? I'm, you know, I'm, um, I'm, I'm sort of choosing to, to think of myself in this different way. Um, and when I share that with my community, I also get different input or different reaction or responses mm-hmm. to that, which informs my healing process. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm reminded, I often remind myself um, when, yeah, logistically, I can't get myself to a, a geographic healing place per se, mm-hmm. that this can happen wherever and whenever, um, as long as I'm engaging it and I'm allowing uh, others to engage in it mm-hmm. with me. Um, I, yeah, I don't, don't believe that we can do all of our healing on our own. That's right. Yeah, um, for sure. And then uh, other uh, routines or practices that are nourishing to me. I, I do still engage in the, in a, in a traditional gym, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, which has changed over time. Mm-hmm. Um, my relationship with, uh, working out with weights, sure. um, back in the day when I was competing in division one wrestling, very different relationship than today where I'm working on functional fitness and sort of my emotional well-being throughout that workout mm-hmm. is a higher priority for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, yeah, Holly talked a, a little bit about, yeah, yeah mind, that's right. mindful weightlifting. Absolutely. Um, so I, I subscribe to that. Um, I, as an, uh, more introverted person, I uh, work to create intentional solitude, and I use that language to delineate it from um, reactive isolating. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can find myself alone, um, but one experience feels very different than than the other. So intentional solitude, I'm in intentionally connecting with myself and listening to the different parts of myself that are coming up, whether that's looking like journaling or, um, taking a a solo hike or, um, 
uh, solo camping or whatever it may be, um, as opposed to I'm I'm running away from from something and trying mm-hmm. to disconnect mm-hmm. um, and create create some distance. So, um, yeah, those are awesome. Those are some of it's, the it's interesting. Something that's coming up as I'm listening to us talk and also speaking. This idea, I think as therapists, we are pretty emotional beings by nature. And we're, we seem to be talking a lot about kind of the emotional or spiritual aspect of healing. And um, I recently, and by recently, I mean, four and a half months ago, broke my tailbone. And I am reminded in this moment that physical healing, right? And that process can look very different at different times in our lives. And as somebody who is a active individual and a busy, as I have mentioned, individual, it was a little jarring and shocking. I felt very fragile the first month. I think I also had some just emotional processes around age and mortality and really my physical body needed to slow down whether I wanted to or not. There was definitely no getting by or pushing myself. And so while I was not able to do a lot of the things that I normally do, it was, it, it happened four and a half months ago. So kind of like getting ready to launch into summer. Anybody who knows me knows that paddleboarding is my most favorite thing to do in the summer. And I've only been able to go twice this entire summer due to my tailbone and being in pain. And so I had to heal right in many different ways during that time. The first month was pretty, much sitting on the couch or laying, (laughs) not sitting on the couch. And I definitely didn't feel like taking care of myself or didn't want to necessarily take care of myself because I felt a little judgmental for sure. And so I think there is a process always based on where we are at in life and what is happening. I also have a lot of people recently in my life that have given birth. And I think their process of healing right for an extended period of time looks very different than it would had they not given birth at this time. So just kind of a reminder that there's many aspects to healing physically, mentally, emotionally, um, that are all at different levels based on what we're going through or what might be present for us in life. And so gentleness is something that I am ever learning and ever trying to be better with myself around. Not something that comes supernatural for me to be gentle with myself. I think I tend to overextend and I'm gentle in the world with others and maybe not as gentle with myself. And so I will say over the last four months, I have definitely learned to be more gentle with myself. And that's a healing process for my physical body, which I can definitely take for granted. Um, I think 
being able body is something that I for sure take for granted. And so over the last, you know, course of a couple months, I have, that's been present for me, um, that just how grateful I am and also how privileged I am at the same time. And so I think about the holistic aspect of healing, right? And there is an entire system. There is an entire body. I think about Mending Earth's healing center, right? And we're bringing on massage therapist slash doula who I am super excited to bring on because I do think that is a step into that holistic aspect of an entire body and an entire being and not just one emotional aspect. And so I guess one of my thoughts or kind of like open-ended is how do you take care of yourself in a healing aspect physically, mentally, and emotionally? And we would love to hear any thoughts that y'all might have from listeners. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I just had a session where, yeah, uh, brain body connection Mm -hmm. came Mm -hmm. up and, um, sort of how, uh, like resentment or agreeableness Mm. can create, uh, physical illness um, in the body. Yes. Um, and we're familiar with the, um, that connection um, from uh, brain to body is where we get most of our examples, like a placebo effect, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't often uh, observe the body to brain mm-hmm. effect. Like it, it, it's, it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I remember I, um, the year that I had um, major reconstructive knee surgery was one of the toughest years of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, or, um, yeah, having, um, um, yeah, different, uh, different relationship with my body mm-hmm. over time yep. and going through stages where I'm um, angry or frustrated with my body, feeling like it let me down or... Um, and, and eventually, yeah, going through a grieving process mm-hmm. and coming to some acceptance. And um, I found a lot of self-compassion eventually yes. <laughs> through, <laughs> through, that, through that process of, of working with, with my body to bring physical uh, health back. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in today, y'all. Stay rooted. And messy. And you are not alone. You are not alone. You can be held in the unknown Afraid to fall until you fly I want you close and still need time Dancing into the melody of life Trying to figure out where we are and downs and the lefts and rights Stay right here until you're found Stop fighting, put your feet on
Remember who? 